0: with you Susan Rosen
1: Hello everyone. this is your host Susan Rosen and today I'm really excited as I, I always am anyways but but about my guest because there's just he he's got he's full of information that is really important to all of us to know. and I'm not sure we can pull it all out in this in this episode but you can always come back again for more. And you can let me know if you have any other questions as well. So um, just to give you a a, um, a short intro, um, Dr. Bolad, I don't even know what your first name is. What is your first name?
2: Islam Bolad.
1: Islam. Oh, Islam wow. Bolad, right. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Um, well, Dr. Bolad is a triple board certified physician, certified by the American Board of Internal Medicine and Cardiology interventional cardiology, and internal medicine. Um, And he has been in this area of medicine for over 20 years and having to do with cardiology as well as the management of cardiovascular disease. And he has over 30 years experienced as a physician. And Dr. Bolad is on a mission to use his knowledge and experience to help the public bringing them up-to-date information that impacts their health and keeping the public informed about the latest developments in medicine in general and in cardiology in particular. And I will also say that I will include the link to the doctor's website, which is free and open to everyone. And um, there's even a Big button there where you can ask a free question. So if you've got something top of mind, you can go there and get an answer. Hopefully, if it's not too complicated. <laughs> so Happy to help. With her. that, yeah. With with that, welcome, Dr. Bolad.
2: Susan, thank you for having me, and I'm very excited uh, to be uh, on your podcast.
1: Mm, thank you, thank you. So. Tell me, I know we chatted a little bit, very little bit before we got started. um, And you were saying, which is what I have kind of always figured, that cardiology and cardiovascular issues um, become more prevalent, let's say, when people hit 50 or around 50. Um, And so maybe you can just give us a little like a general, you know, idea around that to start
2: sure yeah uh, and people who don't have uh, congenital heart disease or hereditary disease uh, okay. which is the most of the population uh, as we age um, the there are changes that occur in our body including the heart so heart disease before the age of 50 uh, disease that has not manifest at a very early age for normal individuals Before the age of 50, it's really in the prevalence of it is in single digits. Uh Once you hit 50 and you start going up, then the Mm -hmm. incidence of heart disease, especially coronary artery disease and cardiovascular disease in general, Mm -hmm. increase substantially. So in the age group up to 60, you will find that the incidence increased to something like 20%. -hmm. And so, and as we age, it increases more and more and more. So uh, it's all part of the changes that our body undergoes, similar to what you have developed gray hair, etc. There are changes happening internally in in our organs, uh, of which the part, the heart is absolutely uh, would be affected uh, in lots of ways uh, because of the stress being put on it. It has been pumping all its life, all our life, and therefore. Um, with age and degenerative changes does occur, and then it starts to manifest uh, mm. as cardiovascular disease uh, in uh, in general. Ah,
1: ah, interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah, because it's it's not like it's not like the muscles in your arms or your legs or something where you can go and exercise that way. I mean, I know you can a lot of the exercise, like running or getting your heart rate up, helps. Right, the same thing with your heart. But yeah, go ahead.
2: So uh, with uh, coronary artery disease is the number one cause of death worldwide. It's the number one cause of this. And um, yeah, with age, all our arteries, they start to stiffen and deposits of blood start to build up on it. That can cause narrowing of blood flow to the muscle of the heart and that manifests in Angina or a heart attack uh, when an artery gets blocked and the flow of blood to a segment of the muscle of the heart uh, is affected or compromised. Um, So that's what happens. Now the buildup happens in all the arteries of the body, but because the heart is continuously pumping, it will manifest much more easier.
1: Uh,
2: So we sometimes refer to the general disease of the body as cardiovascular disease, basically involving the heart and all the arteries and the vessels in the body. Why? Because these changes affects the whole arteries in the body, in addition to the heart, uh, because it's not really peculiar to the heart. It's all over the body, but because of the heart is always working, it manifests with chest pain, etc. Uh, similarly, if you have, for example, like a stroke, this is. Mm-hmm. Still, as a cardiovascular disease, because of stroke, what happens? You get a blockage in the circulation going to part of the brain. So it's still a cardiovascular disease. You can sometimes subspecify it by saying cerebrovascular disease, oh. but it is still a cardiovascular disease because most of the time the clot comes from the heart, or it, although huh. it can sometimes be a primary event from the arteries going to the neck or mm. from a clot elsewhere just going straight to the head. Sometimes you get claudications. People who walk, start to walk, start to get pain in their calves. This is also uh, cardiovascular disease because of the arteries of the legs get affected in the similar way that arteries elsewhere in the body, including the heart, get affected. So the big picture is cardiovascular disease, uh, but in specific um, cardiac disease or coronary artery disease is very specific to, to the heart. Uh-huh. So, I just wanted to put this in so that people understand sometimes they hear about cardiovascular disease and about cardiac disease. So, I just wanted to clarify this.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's that's that is that's very, very valuable because I think so many people, um, number one, they they don't unless they know somebody or they themselves, right, develop an issue, um, they really don't they have no idea, and so. They have no, no frame of reference.
2: In, in a large number of people who have a heart attack, usually they don't have symptoms before that, it just all of a sudden. Uh-huh. And okay. what happens is that um, there is buildup of plaque in the coronary arteries, in the inside wall. And as it enlarges, the lining of that plaque just cracks or breaks. Mm-hmm. When it breaks, it pops. And just like if you have a cut on your skin, you find there is a clot. The same mechanism happen in the heart, a clot forms on that crack, Uh but the arteries are so small. So when a clot forms, it blocks the flow of blood to the muscle of the heart. Uh So a great majority of people who have got, who develop an acute heart attack, what Uh we call a STEMI, ST, elevation myocardial infarction, they don't have symptoms before. Boom, all of a sudden. Uh, Uh On the other hand, you will find people who have progressive buildup of plaque. Mm -hmm. The plaque does not break, but keeps narrowing the artery. And these are the people who get reduced blood flow to the muscle of the heart. Uh And this leads to angina, chest pain that we we discussed. Uh Uh, When you exert yourself, you get chest pain or you exert yourself, you get shortness of breath, which is unusual Uh for you. All of a sudden start developing the last few weeks or so. Uh So symptoms like that. Um, These are important symptoms that you should seek immediate medical advice or immediate medical evaluation Mm. before it gets worse. Because as you can imagine, the longer you leave this building up, the worse it's going to get unless you get treatment for it. So chest pain is definitely a very important symptom for us from a heart standpoint. And shortness of breath that you developed that was not there before is also a manifestation uh, of that. The pain characteristic is usually dull, it goes to the neck or to the left arm, and it's more we get with exertion, and when you relax, it goes away because you are resting the heart. But there are also other manifestations that we should not ignore. Mm -hmm. For example, epigastric pain. Some people tell you when we exert ourselves, we get epigastric pain here in the stomach, and when we relax, it goes away. This can also be a manifestation of blockage of the coronary artery. So that needs to huh. be evaluated as well. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, so um, sometimes uh, you just feel like heaviness in your chest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not, and that's some people really confuse it. They tell you, doctor, I don't have chest pain, but I get heaviness. Uh-huh. That's a very important symptom as well. So that yeah. should get uh, evaluated. So these are uh, important things that people should be paying attention to. Uh, Mm -hmm. So uh, you need to seek advice quickly because um, heart disease is uh, not forgiving. Sometimes it can happen very acute. You get a heart Mm -hmm. attack Mm -hmm. and then you wish that you have had care before that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is there any kind of... um, I'm trying to think what they were named... I can't think of the word, Um, you know, hereditary kinds of predispositions, maybe for some of these. Right. Because I know for a lot of them, there aren't. Right. It's just you either get it or you don't. It's not. um...
2: That's correct. So um, if you have got a family history of of premature coronary disease, meaning that heart disease occurring at the young egg in the 40s or early 50s, Um, Consistently in your family, then you are definitely predisposed. Uh, So you should be very careful in that. Uh, So this is very important, and it's something like you don't have control of Suzanne. You are Mm -hmm. born with it, just like a lottery for you. You don't have. You're just born. You have got your parents or strong family history of coronary disease. There's nothing you can do. What you can do is just to try to control the other risk factors that predispose to coronary disease and to cardiovascular disease such as high blood pressure has to be controlled, you should not smoke, you should exercise regularly, Mm -hmm. etc. Take medications prescribed by Mm your physicians regularly. Mm -hmm. These help, but if you have got a risk or a family history of coronary disease, this is a very important risk factor. And that's why when our history and physical examination, when we do the first thing, we ask about what's your family history like? If Uh you tell me that all your family or mother or father had had coronary disease at a very young age. I would take every symptom you're telling me very seriously. Ah, okay. okay. So it's okay. not like someone who is fit and all right and he doesn't have a family history. Yeah, it's completely different different uh, uh, patterns here. Uh huh.
1: Uh huh. So, so is is that something? Is that something that we should all think about when we go to see our doctors? right when we when we do hit a particular age maybe 50 or 55 if they haven't usually they've all kind of gone through and check 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 right um you know is that something that should be discussed anyways and brought up again to remind kind of remind people because a lot of times i mean i know myself you know they'll ask and you'll go oh no no no, nobody in the family like that and then you get home and you go well gee actually you know uncle george might have had a heart attack. Now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, right?
2: So, um, usually in the form that you get um, before you see your doctor, usually there's a form that tells you that it, it's almost always there, ask you about family history. Right. Uh, some people might take this lightly, might just take it. Uh, but if you have that, you should really point it out um, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm.
2: if you don't have it or if you forgot about it, you should tell your doctor during the consultation so that he pays more attention. Uh, to the symptoms that you are describing mm-hmm. so he can have a, a better uh, awareness of what he's dealing with uh, yeah. regarding your your symptoms. So family history is very important for heart disease and for other diseases. For example, if you have got a strong family history of diabetes, mm. then you ought to point it out because you are still predisposed to uh-huh. that uh, disease or family strong family history of high blood pressure that's also you then we should have to keep a very close eye on your blood pressure. So family history is very important um, mm-hmm. and it's not something to be uh, missed or to be taken lightly.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Assuming you know your family history. Assuming. Oh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Obviously, I mean, that's what I some yeah. Sometimes yeah, you don't yeah. know your family history.
1: No, no, no. No, exactly. But I'm just saying, I think some people, you know, uh, other than your own parents or maybe a close aunt or uncle or something. Yeah, it's, you know, it's up for grabs.
2: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, if if you know your family history uh, Mm -hmm. and you know there is a problem, you really ought to point it out early in the consultation. Yeah. And, um, uh, Suzanne, it's just one thing uh, Uh I say regularly to all people, and um, uh, it's particularly important for people 50 and above, Uh I I tell my patients, and this is a very common example I use all the time because I feel that it relates to lots of people. Mm. I tell them, look at your health and your heart health as if it is your car. If you maintain your car well, you look after it, you change Mm -hmm. the oil, you go to the, take it to service every few months, etc. That car is going to last you for a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you don't do these things, that car probably will not be running for a long time. Yeah. And I tell them, yeah, think about your body exactly like that car and the heart are just like your the engine of the car.
0: Mm-hmm. You need
2: to have mm-hmm. regular checkups uh, there um, and you have to maintain your body well by not smoking, um, exercise regularly, healthy diet, control of blood pressure, etc. Mm-hmm. That will make sure that you live a healthy life uh, to your full potential. Uh, rather than uh, being um, not able to do lots of the things that you would love to do at a very young, at year, early age. Because 50s um, is, is not really old at all, or 60s is not old at all in the anymore. current DNA, especially, yeah, yeah. it's not anymore, uh, because of the medical advances. So if you take good care of your body and of your heart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you should live much longer, a healthy life, not mm-hmm. being sedentary, or not being able to do the things that you would love to do. Right. So right. so these are this is just an example that I tell my patients all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Treat
2: yeah. your body as if you're treating your car. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Um yeah. I think somewhere I had read as well that that women in particular as they're going through menopause and that whole time of life quote unquote um also makes us a little more um I was going to say predetermined, but that's not the right word. Predisposed. Predisposed. Thank you. Yeah. Um, For developing various um, cardiovascular issues. Is that true? Well. uh, Sort of, kind
2: of? It's sort of, kind of, yeah, (laughs) absolutely true. Yeah, Uh, And that is the menopause itself is not a cause of heart disease. But when you get into menopause, then you lose the protective effects of the other hormones that protect you. Got it. So you get this unshielding. or uh, removal of this protective okay. effect. So it's not the menopause itself. It's really right. that now you are not as protected as you used to be, and therefore you have to be more careful. So this is true in that sense. Oh, um, okay. So um, once you get to that age group, women are usually less likely to get coronary disease than men. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. once you start, once you lose that protective effect of the hormone, then you, your risk starts to go up to be as close as possible to that of men, although it's still less than men, but uh-huh. it still to go up. So you see most of the people who get heart attacks, you see the, you just think about it in ads and in general life, they are mostly men, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but once you hit the 50 and above, uh, then your risks start to increase. And that's when you have to be super careful and to uh-huh. take uh, great care of yourself you should have been taking care of yourself before that because you don't want to be things have been building up and you're being protected mm. and now the protection is gone and boom shows so okay. that is that is uh, uh the issue about it
1: uh-huh okay and um you know whenever you go to the doctor the thing at least where i go to my doctor we won't we won't shall be nameless um they're always they're always looking at, okay, so I go take a blood test and all they ever look at is my cholesterol. And I go, well, aren't you going to check for anything else? Oh, no, no, we only check for cholesterol. It's like, you know, there's got to be more.
2: Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> no um, when you go for a check, I, you, especially if you go for a yearly check, you should have uh, almost okay. everything checked. Um, I do that for myself every year. Uh, uh-huh. I, I check all my blood tests, cholesterol, vitamin D, calcium. It's everything.
0: Right. Uh,
2: everything is checked. Yeah. So a full thorough examination should uh, check lots of things. Uh, you might add other things. For example, if you complain to me of tiredness and mm. feeling cold, I might also check your thyroid, for example. Okay. Uh, so is yes, so that so oh, exactly. So there are other things that you check,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but that is targeted towards your symptoms. But in general, you should have your kidney function, liver function, complete blood count cholesterol as part of it um all this should be checked the routine you should have if you have got any family history of coronary artery disease or, family, mm. or history of shortness of breast or you should have an EKG as well mm-hmm. uh etc so a checkup is a checkup just like uh, you take your car for yeah. service it, it gets checked up they don't just look at one part and just yeah the ha- yeah. whole car has to be checked and so yeah. you have to be checked as well during yeah. during, during that visit
1: yeah, that's that's what I've always kind of you know thought. Um, so yeah, because I have I have um, my cholesterol. My cholesterol always comes with both of them being really high. So then they say, well, it's not an issue because you've got the good cholesterol is really is even higher than the than the bad cholesterol. It's like okay, fine,
2: bye. <laughs> so uh, the cholesterol issue is really interesting, uh, Susan. Mm. When I was medical training or even the first few years of my of my training. Uh-huh. We did not use to train we did not used to treat cholesterol. I remember it very clearly people come with very high cholesterol yeah. and yeah and the thought at that time or at least the data at that time was shown that when you take cholesterol medication you are predisposed to other risk factors, etc. Yeah, and worse, then the, yeah. absolutely. And then these new medications called the statins came into the mm-hmm. market and simvastatin was the first one of it. And then this big study called the Forest Study came, and that was the first study that showed clearly that taking cholesterol medications really helps and saves mm. lives. And from there it just took off. And uh, I remember it was I was in it was in the mid nineties or early nineties, mid nineties. Say uh, eh? that's okay. when this study came, and then from there it just took off. Uh, cholesterol treatment started and accelerated, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Now, I rarely see any of my patients who are not on cholesterol medications. This is just a fact. Huh. Uh, I rarely see anyone that's not uh, on cholesterol medication. So um, I personally take cholesterol medication at night, not because I have got high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, actually, I do have slightly high cholesterol, but I don't have any symptoms.
0: Uh-huh.
2: I'm fairly fit, but I take it. Why? Because I believe in the data that I read and I know uh. that the data is quite good. So uh, I take cholesterol medication just to lower my risk of future events. It doesn't harm me. Now, if you look at, if you look at any medication, you're going to find side effects from liver disease to et cetera, mm. to disease. You're fine. If you right. look, the, if you look at the whole list, you will never take a medication ever. But yeah. Any ever. <laughs> because there is a long list in any, yeah. uh, uh, look at any brochure of any medication, you find right. a long list, but these are very uncommon ones. Uh, mm. so cholesterol, um, if it's elevated, it should be treated, especially if it's elevated, it should be treated. Mm. Uh, the current medications are quite good and are quite safe. And um, it should be treated irrespective of whether you have symptoms or not. That's my personal mm. belief because it protects you. And as I said, I take cholesterol mm. medication. Not, uh-huh. I don't have any symptoms at all, cardiac symptoms. But yeah. I know it protects me
1: and therefore I take it. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, well, I'll have to take a look next time they, they tell me I should do that. They, like I say, they don't argue with me, <laughs> mostly because yeah. the good cholesterol, like I say, is higher yeah. than the so, others.
2: So, yeah. So, lots of the people, lots yeah. some doctors go by the symptoms. If you don't have symptoms and yeah. it's just yeah. like a normal check, okay, just mm-hmm. yes, uh, fine. But uh, yeah. now, there isn't much data on people above certain ages, but I believe that if you can take it, you should take it. Um, hmm. uh, and, all our advice and knowledge comes from trials, and certain trials haven't included certain people or certain age groups, and wow, therefore, okay. because of that, you cannot have, say, it's FDA approved or it is in the guidelines, etc. Okay, yeah. Because uh, these trials haven't included certain people. For sometimes, sometimes because these trials cost a lot of money as well, and um, you sometimes when you are doing a trial, you try to. Uh, may put it in a population that you are most likely to get positive outcomes, and it's going to impact uh, yeah. your bottom line of revenue at the end mm-hmm. of the day.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
2: not every patient has been studied, or every age group has been studied, mm-hmm. but the data shows that cholesterol medications are really helpful on the long term. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. So have it? They have done quite a few on on older people, though, right?
2: so um oh, nice. in the guidelines i mean there hasn't there isn't much data for people above 75. Ah, so okay. so that's that's a group that you see people sometimes taking it some people don't take it okay. and the doctors sometimes don't prescribe it if they're not on it okay. uh, because because there isn't really solid evidence put it Got put it. it put it that yeah, way yeah
1: right okay
2: there isn't in literature you okay. can say well go and look at that trial that's what it showed yeah so yeah. so but yeah. um, if you are asking me personally, um, uh, uh-huh. uh, and for my parents, for example, uh-huh. they take both of them. They take cholesterol medications. Ah,
1: interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Be- because yeah. that's that's I know that's going to help them, and yeah. uh, and that's what they are doing.
1: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm yeah. not I'm not 75, but I'm I'm 67. So you know, kind of uh a...
2: No, no. I mean, you are yeah. certainly if you have got. Uh, I, mean, um, I mean, I mean, I'm not obviously a doctor. I'm just giving a no, no, no. no but, I understand but, you're but not
1: prescribing. I got, I got. I'm that. not prescribing,
2: yeah. right? But <laughs> yeah, I, it's something really. This importance to of this in, of these discussions is that yeah. um, non-medical people, uh, not people in the field, That's get right. empo- empowered by the knowledge. Yes. So now that you have discussed it with me, uh, etc., yeah. uh, then next time you're going to see your physician, I'm right. sure they're going to, they're going to bring it up.
1: Oh yeah, no, I have no doubt that they will. So, they and this is, every this, time. Is, <laughs> and
2: right. this is one thing behind uh, my website is that uh-huh. um, I'm here to empower you. If you look at yeah. my website, drbola.org, all right. um, I got the... any any question yeah. you want to ask me, ask yeah. me. I'm got here right to empower there. you. Absolutely. The big, yeah. big
1: button is down there right on the bottom. Absolutely.
2: Any question yeah. you want. And and I really answer all the questions. I get like um, uh, every day, I get like uh, tens of questions and I answer wow. all of them. And I answer That's all of them. That's great. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's one. It's wonderful that you're getting people reaching out.
2: Oh yeah, to you to,
1: to find out. That's that's great.
2: I've got people from all over the world. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. from uh, states literally. from Europe, yeah. from Asia, uh, literally from from all over the. Yeah. yeah. They ask questions, and I do answer all of them.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have to. Rem- I'll have to remember that.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Any question, anytime. Just... I do.
1: I do come up with questions quite often. And... Anytime. Anytime. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's good. So that that'll save me all that time on on Google, right?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, yeah. So so let's let's talk a little bit about um, high blood pressure because that, that's, that's a big deal, right? That's a it's big.
2: A, it's a big deal, especially as as we age, as we yeah. pass fifty, then high blood pressure is probably the commonest uh, issue that you will get. Oh, okay. At that age group um Uh there is high blood pressure as we age, as we discussed earlier our arteries become stiff uh, Mm -hmm. deposits of cholesterol occur on them Uh and with the stiffness and the arteries become less uh, compliant then the blood pressure starts to go up and so high blood pressure uh, increases the risk of pressure damage to the arteries because the heart is already suffering, and get high blood pressure, so that take an effect on the lining of the okay. endothelium in the inner lining of the coronary arteries, okay that also predispose you to injuries such as for example strokes, yeah you put a pressure on the heart and by putting a pressure on the heart uh, with high blood pressure, you can get heart failure oh. because of that um so it's a big deal um. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan, high blood yeah. pressure. So you should be checking your blood pressure regularly. Everyone should be checking the blood pressure mm-hmm. regularly. Um, in that age group above 50, um, I think that once or twice a year is not enough. Wow. You should at least um, do it like once a month or twice a month. Mm-hmm. You, know, just, oh, wow. you just, you okay. just should become part of your, yeah, because mm-hmm. we are predisposed at that age group, all of us. And I certainly get it checked fairly regularly mm-hmm. by virtue of my job, whenever I. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. now and then, okay, measure my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's important because unchecked blood pressure can mm-hmm. have very serious consequences um, uh, from uh, the heart, give you heart failure. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: It predisposes your risk for heart attacks as well. Oh. Yeah. It pre- predisposes risk to damage to all the arteries in the bodies, mm. uh, including the legs, the brain can get a mm-hmm. stroke you can get hemorrhagic stroke just by increasing the pressure a uh, high blood pressure the other name for it is a uh, silent killer the silent killer because mm-hmm. it is really the silent killer you don't get symptoms until it's too late uh-huh. you can go for years unchecked and, um, and it damaging all the organs of your body all the arteries in your body wow. without you knowing until it's too late and uh-huh. at that time it's not easy to reverse the damage or it's not really possible to reverse the damage mm-hmm. i've got a video uh, on my selection of videos on my website oh, wow. uh, one of them is high blood pressure it's really worse thing it gives you all the levels and what high blood pressure can cause okay. uh, on the lot but high blood pressure is the commonest disease cardiovascular disease you are find people over 50 oh. high blood pressure uh, huh because of the changes that happen in our bodies over time so uh this is the big one as you said uh, Mm -hmm. and it ought to be treated some people say oh i'm feeling fine i don't need to take medications and that and that's really why it's called the silent killer you know you don't feel anything you feel you feel okay okay until
1: you're dead yeah until
2: something serious happens right yeah so it should you should treat your blood pressure if it's high irrespective take low sodium more Mm -hmm. exercise can drop your blood pressure if that does not bring your blood pressure down, then medications ought to be taken to bring your blood pressure down. Uh So all these things ought to be um, uh, done. Um, So high blood pressure has to be taken very seriously. And I keep telling my patients to make them aware uh, Mm. of the gravity of high blood pressure. It is a silent killer. So- um, Yeah. So can,
1: can we use those little things where you just stick your finger in, you know, that we all got during COVID? You check your oxygen. Does that, that, that mainly, check?
2: That's that mainly for the pulse and for the oxygen set, set, set Okay, it doesn't do the pressure. Set, I mean, uh, there are okay. different. There are now the wrist ones, uh, uh, but but the best one is really the the cuffs. cuff, the cuff yeah. ones. And you should measure your blockage in both arms to make sure there is no difference. Ah. Uh,
1: because okay.
2: sometimes, as we age, we develop blockages in the arteries uh-huh. that leads to the arms and the legs. So okay. if there is blockage in one. Artery, you will get a false low reading. So you should uh-huh. really check them in both arms to make sure that there is no difference in in between the the two okay. arms. So okay. I mean, now blood pressures are widely available in any store. Yeah. CVS, Walgreens, or even in your grocery store, there is always yeah. sections there for to buy blood pressure machines.
1: Okay, okay, okay. No, that's 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 good information. Um, what about low blood pressure?
2: Right. I mean, some people develop low blood pressure secondary to diseases the more commonest is actually secondary to medications that you take to ah, treat okay. to treat you're right exactly to treat high blood pressure or, uh, to, treat, or to treat heart disease okay. um, as a side effect you get low blood pressure so mm-hmm. low blood pressure obviously is significant in the sense that it's not going to damage your body but it's going to make you feel very unwell and very tired and not being able to function properly you get dizzy and weak so that is a problem with low blood pressure. And all of it sometimes um, it's difficult to bring it up because you need the mm. medications to treat certain things in your body or for your heart. And then as okay. a side effect, you are getting this low blood pressure. Oh, uh, so low, low blood pressure on itself does not yeah. damage the organs, but okay. its side effects are quite significant. Um, if you get too much of low blood pressure and you get too dizzy, you might uh-huh. fall and hurt yourself badly or bang your head, and that can be very serious, obviously. Uh-huh. So that yeah. is the I've significance. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you see, mm-hmm. that does the significance of low blood pressure. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is, a, this is a, a commonest cause for it. Now, there are certain diseases that tend to cause a low blood pressure from the nervous system
0: mm-hmm.
2: or metabolic diseases, et cetera. But these are uncommon. Uh, the great majority is medication-induced.
1: Okay, okay. Well, I don't take any medications. And I always my blood pressure is like 120 over something or other. Yeah.
2: Oh, Susan, this, this is this not low. This is normal.
1: Oh, that's normal. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. yeah I, I Maybe, Is it, the... is it just because everybody else is so high? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, while well,
2: well, well, you are you are you are blessed. Uh, I, 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 this is this is not low. This is normal, okay, and that's okay. and, and that's where it should be.
1: Okay. Good. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little bit lower than that, but most of the time, you know, I think the lowest it's gotten is. When I've gone in, has been about 117 or something.
2: No, this is thank this you. is very good blood pressure on oh, your right. blester, oh, sure. Thank you. <laughs>
1: that makes me feel a lot better because they'll always they'll always comment, "Oh, you have such low blood pressure. How?" Low no, this is this, is, this is not low. This is, yeah. this
2: is normal. This is a desired blood pressure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> good, good. Okay, Absolutely. so I'll 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 stay with not taking any medications.
2: <laughs> that, that's great. Yeah, that's that's great. If you don't need them, don't don't take them. Yeah, but yeah. this is normal blood pressure.
1: Oh good. That makes that makes me feel a lot better, truly. Truly. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh I I I get these questions actually very similar questions to the one that you just asked from my website.
0: And
2: uh, oh lots God. of the time it's high blood pressure, but sometimes I get low blood pressure, like someone uh-huh. saying, Oh, well, it's one twenty or one fifteen. Uh-huh. I said yeah. this is very good. <laughs> you really don't need to do anything. You are you, you are doing well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Absolutely. Just my cholesterol, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. problem.
2: <laughs> the cholesterol we need to be checked and treated. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What can I say? But yeah, yeah we won't okay. go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, are there are there other 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 warning signs that people should watch out for? Uh, so, know?
2: for coronary disease and for heart disease, chest pain is the number one symptom. Okay. And due shortness of breath is the other one. Okay. Um, um, These are the two uh, big ones. Uh, but also things like if you get a swelling in your stomach, a swelling in your legs, uh, mm-hmm. or at night when you lie flat in bed, you start to get short of breath. These mm-hmm. are other warning signs, meaning that the heart is not functioning as much as it should do. Okay. Is you get, if you get episodes of momentarily dizziness, uh, and it mm-hmm. goes back to normal. That means that you might have irregularity if your heart beat. Mm. If you feel, obviously, your mm. heart is thumping, et cetera, mm-hmm. extra beats, that needs to be investigated. Okay. So there is actually a whole lot of symptoms you can look for. But the big ones are the ones I mentioned. I've also got a video on my website. Uh, oh. It says symptoms okay. of heart disease. Mm-hmm. And I talk about uh, all the symptoms that people should be uh, looking for regarding yeah. uh, their heart. So yeah. these these are the common ones, chest is, pain, shortness of breath, swelling. Um, is
1: there something about in your arm or something? If you, if you... So
2: uh, angina uh, uh-huh. is, or angina meaning pain from the heart, uh-huh. uh, lots of the time it radiates to your left arm, to the yeah, left, not, not uh-huh. the right. right. Yeah. So pain with on exertion of pain, it radiates to the neck. That's one side or it radiates to the left arm has to be taken very seriously. Uh, this is can be. A, this is very likely a manifestation of uh, blockage of the coronary mm. arteries that needs to be attended to. So okay. that's what the arm um, uh, relationship is to the symptom of heart disease. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I know, like in the movies or whatever, people are always grabbing yeah. their arm and the
2: left you know, arm. Yeah. The left arm. Yeah. And very rarely it's the yeah. right arm, but it's most yeah. common. The left It's it's most common the left arm. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So how of a chance, I guess, is it for people who don't have a lot of um, heart-related, you know, stroke or or heart-related types of things to have, to to end up having something like that? If they don't, you know, if your parents have never had it or if your grandparents never had it or, you know, is it just that it makes it that much more, and everybody's got a certain level of chance as they get older, period?
2: They are absolutely right. Everyone has got a chance, as they, especially as they get older.
1: Okay.
2: Um, our bodies undergo changes as we grow.
1: Mm. I
2: gave the example earlier of gray hair, etc. But right. yep. these changes are happening um, all over our body and all the arteries. So um, you have to be very careful. You don't say that, I don't have a symptom, therefore I can indulge in bad diet or don't care about my blood pressure, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, These are, uh, you have to be careful as we grow older, the incidence and the risk of uh, heart disease and cardiovascular disease in general increase substantially, Mm -hmm. substantially. Mm -hmm. I keep telling my my residents and fellows in training, uh-huh. I have got like a magic number, <clears throat> magic age, which is just uh-huh. basically my population of patients that I deal with. Not because of anything, not based on any science. Uh-huh. I tell uh, I tell them if you get stuck when I ask you the name of a patient, the age of the patient, you get stuck. You can tell me seventy-two, uh-huh. and seventy-two is usually the magic number for me for my patients. Uh, believe uh-huh. it or not, lots of them are in that age group. So as we grow older, uh, Susan, most of us yeah. start at late sixties, early seventies. Uh-huh. They have substantial increased risk of having cardiovascular disease. Oh,
1: uh
2: So okay. you have uh, the more we age, the more careful and strict we have to be uh, with uh, our risk factors and trying to control them. Okay. Irrespective okay. Of whether you have got a family history or not, the so family history when it manifests early, we label it as premature coronary disease or premature heart disease. Premature mm. meaning. Not happening at the time that they're expected to be, and that is in older A group. Uh, But if you have been healthy and you're that A group, um, then you have to be just super careful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Does do you have? I mean, if you if you eat a good diet and exercise and all that kind of stuff, um, and your parents lived, you know, late, like old, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, is that does that does that give you a better chance? It does, of... obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. does
2: mean that at least you are ruling out the risk of um, uh, you are ruling out the development of um, um, genetics in mm. the, you developing the disease. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, it, it's not by any means a guarantee, as we said. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. go again. I give the example of um, right of the car. If, yeah. the, car ha- if yeah. the car has been running for 80 years, um, that engine has been working for a long time. You need yeah. to take very good care of that engine, yeah. you know, to keep it running. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, irrespective of whether it gave you problems mm-hmm. before or not. So yeah. um, okay. as we, uh, yes, you if you have, you have got good genetics yeah. and uh, you are blessed by having uh Longevity in mm-hmm. your immediate parents or grandparents, yeah. yes, you, yes, you are likely have got the good genes, um, yeah. uh, but uh, by no means, uh, it's, it's a, yeah. a guarantee, right? Uh, right, it's a, not a
1: get out of jail free, card.
2: exactly, it, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. No, ex- exactly, yeah,
1: yeah, in- interesting, okay, yeah, no, I was just thinking about my mother, my mother was in like 94
2: oh wow when well you have was. you have you have got the good genes, Suzanne <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: no, no, My father was in his late eighties, I think, and he he had a heart attack when he was in his mid sixties, I think early sixties. It wasn't a real bad one, um but um yeah, yeah, and he he came from a family of ten, so and there there were very few you know except except for one who 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 was sick from the time she was like fifteen or something, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> this this,
2: this, this is definitely a, a good family family history? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. for sure, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I think
2: this, so. Yeah, no, no, it is true. It is true <laughs> because this disease, especially cardiovascular disease runs in the mm. families and if you have got a good family history then that's that's great news.
1: Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I right get
2: right. also the other end of the spectrum. I uh-huh. you know, I get I get patients who get heart disease very early and they key and they just can't believe it and they tell you doctor I exercise regularly, so many times um, a week. I yeah. eat very healthy. I don't yeah. smoke. Why did I get the heart attack? So the very likely thing is that you have got uh, some bad genes or family history uh-huh. running, because you are doing all the right things that nobody really would do, yeah. uh, and it's, and still you are getting the disease. So this is the other mm-hmm. end of the spectrum, Susan, that I see. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that makes uh, sense. people
2: can't, you just don't believe it. Why they had a health attack of got significant coronary disease in spite they're doing mm-hmm. all the right things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So what if, what if you weren't doing all the right things when you were young?
2: <laughs> so Because um, <laughs> I,
1: I smoked for a long time.
2: <laughs> right. So stopping the smoking obviously uh, yeah. uh halts the progress of smoke creating disease. Mm. So and it's a good sign because the more um, time passes from you stopping smoking, the more your arteries stabilize and they're not uh, yeah. As uh, um, uh, predisposed. Yeah, uh, yeah. To... I, I
1: quit when I was thirty. So.
2: Oh, that's 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 just a start long time I started going. early.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's,
2: <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're damaged for a very little amount of time. Well, for a few yes. years, and then yeah, after that, ten or ten or more.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> ten or more. Yeah. So, I, I think that uh, after you have passed a few decades, for yeah. past that, then that yeah. risk Which is. Which have. Yeah, which yeah. which is very little. It's very little indeed, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, well, what can I say? You know, when when you're young and foolish, stupid. <laughs>
2: yeah, all, all of us have passed through this stage is that uh, you think that disease only affects other people. It doesn't affect you, but it's uh, Yeah, not-
1: right. Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Exactly, exactly. But you know, otherwise people would never have kids, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> if they really understood. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> this is true. This that's so, absolutely true. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, love. Is there any any final word you want to say, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap it up here? And you know, well,
2: what? I would just I uh, would like to say to people that your heart is very precious. We all mm. uh get one shot in life especially dealing with your heart. It's basically the engine of your body. Um, uh, It's very important uh, to maintain it well and to take great care of it. If you do, in the great majority of cases, Uh uh, it will serve you well for a long period of time. Um, Avoid things like obviously the risk factors like uh, smoking or high control, high blood pressure, uh, Mm -hmm. cholesterol, um, alcohol uh one issue which is very important in the population is uh, obesity mm. especially occurring after the age of 50 mm-hmm. um obesity is a predisposing factor uh to high blood pressure and coronary disease etc so sense. also yeah. try to maintain a normal uh body weight and low, a normal body mass index mm-hmm. um these are the important things really that you should concentrate on uh in order to help your heart uh, serve you for a long period of time with less trouble. Uh, so uh, this is what I would say to people. And I mm-hmm. always, just for people who are listening to this podcast, I would say, think about it as your car and yeah. the engine of your car and see what yeah. you do for that to keep it running.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, if any one of your audiences and at any time has got a question, my website is drbolad.org, the full word doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R, bolad, dot dorg as you said there is a big blue button there ask a free question press yep. it and send me a message and i do reply to all my questions uh, uh so that really helps a lot of people uh and uh and the reason of, and the purpose of that is to give people the knowledge empowerment so that when they go and see their doctors they are more informed about what they need to ask yes yes
1: and tell and tell them and tell right. them I mean, the, uh, tell them anything that's, you know, don't go in there and, and forget to tell them that your arm hurts or that, you know, you haven't been breathing easily or whatever happens. To be. It,
2: yeah, exactly. Or a family history, et cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have also got lots of educational videos on my YouTube channel and people can just right. go and look at, and look at it. Uh-huh. And I always try to be current and give up to date information about new mm-hmm. things. I get lots of my ideas actually from my questions that people ask me. I bet. Uh, yeah. So when yeah. they ask me, when I get a question, get it repeated regularly, then, oh, that's a good video idea. I'm going to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. and that's another resource. Um, most of the, okay. we spoke about high blood pressure, you'll find the high blood pressure topic there. We spoke about symptoms of heart disease. You'll find yeah. a video about symptoms of heart disease there. Uh, but at any time, please feel free, uh, anyone who's listening to this, okay. to ask me a heart related question anytime.
1: No, that's 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 great. I'm sure they'll they'll appreciate that. Anytime. For sure. So Anytime, And like yeah. I say, I'll I'll put I'll put the link to your website in the show notes when it goes up. Okay. So. Great, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, okay. You. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time
2: to well, be thank on you the, so for the podcast. It has been a pleasure, and it has been very nice uh, discussing the issue of cardiovascular disease with you. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you. And I will say, which I usually do in, in closing here, which is all—it's always kind of funny when I say it in this situation, but that this is not to be conceived as medical advice. And if you are having an emergency, please go to a hospital, go see your doctor, whatever is, is appropriate and get it taken care of.
2: Absolutely, and,
1: absolutely. Yes. And with that,